Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to another Happy Pods my name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined with Lawrence Heisey, my co-host and best friend. Oh. I don't know why I said that. No, that was really cuddly. I'm really happy that you said that. No, I'm not. That, right, for full context, everyone, Nathan started the intro, called me a very expletive word. A cunt. Like that. Uh, and then re-recorded it and just gave me one in the completely opposite direction, which I was happy with. Well, now you can pick and choose in the edit. Hello, Lawrence. What is this show? This show, Nathan, is where we talk about pop culture, movies, TVs, games, whatever we fancy, and try and keep things a bit little, a bit cheeky, a bit breezy, a bit nice, a bit light, and we focus on the good stuff. It's a movie lovers podcast for people who actually love movies, which I believe is how you first described it all those years ago. One and a half years ago? Yeah. It was 2020. So. Ah, it's long enough. Almost two years. We're getting close to two years. It was around about September, I think. And finally, people are starting to notice, Nathan. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Welcome back to another famous pod where we're with me and Nathan, my okay. famous co-host. <laughs> okay. Let's not... <laughs> We've had one TikTok blow up. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, so uh, this week we've started. Uh, we'll mention this at the end as well, but just for for, for ever, so everyone's aware, we've started doing little clips that we're putting up um, on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube Shorts, um, to varying degrees of success on varying platforms, <laughs> with seemingly <laughs> no rhyme nor reason. No, it seems to be completely random what gets picked up and what doesn't. For example, the exact same video with the exact same hashtags. Version on YouTube has three views. Version on TikTok has 450,000 by this point or something. I did just actually get a live count uh, from Zucchini, who is very excited on my behalf, that it is... 444,000. Uh, well, 
I'll get an even live account. 444.6 thousand. Uh, I, I had a point one. I didn't want to mention it. I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to flex the point one. Anyway, we are famous TikTokers now, so it is only a matter of time before we're both doing the Renegade, as we always say, because that's the only joke about TikTok that we know. <laughs> it's clearly. the only dance that we know, isn't it? <laughs> um, and when I state we know it, we don't know it. We just know that a dance called the Renegade exists. Go watch it. Go check it out. It's uh, at another happy pod is where we're at. Uh, that's the same for all our social medias and just search another happy pod on YouTube. Another thing I will mention, uh, that all the episodes are going up on YouTube. We're doing one episode a day for the next 80 or whatever fucking days, however long it takes to get through, and then we'll just be releasing them as normal week to week. Um, so yeah, we're slowly doing that. I think all of the ones that are up so far have copyright claims, so... There's nothing better than <laughs> being told that your theme song is licensed uh, to you uh, and free to use, free from copyright infringement, and then YouTube deciding, no, we make up our own copyright laws, actually. We're just going to yeah. claim it. But yeah, all right, so that's enough of us sucking our own dicks. Um, <laughs> no, but not enough of us <laughs> sucking each other's dicks. No, Nathan, oh, no, well, come on now. Get your willy out. No, uh, <laughs> no need to get crass. Come on. That's not why we have 450,000 likes. That's a live count, folks. That's a live count right there. <laughs> Nathan, we're, to- we're talking about Looper this week. A We are talking about Looper. A Ryan Johnson sci-fi <laughs> whodunit. A Benoit Blanc Lupin story. <laughs> and no, it's a, so everyone's favourite director, Ryan Johnson, made this film um, uh, about uh, uh, two, well, a man uh, who, who has to shoot him, send himself back in time and shoot himself for, for the long and short of it. A man and an older man who are the same man. And you can tell... From their prosthetic nose and jaw. But Nathan, I have a question for you. Another happy question. Wow, what an illustrious theme. Um, 58-year-old Nathan is sent back in time. The moment has not been prepared for. This is you, by the way, in 30 years' time. You are 58 years old. You have been sent back in time to be extinguished, to have your loop closed by a 28-year-old version of yourself. You have 10 seconds to convince him to spare your life. What are you doing or saying? Worst thing is about this one is your answer could be anything. You just kind of have to be real with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, what, what are you going to say to make him be like, oh, this guy's safe, actually. This guy's all right. Yeah. Remember, you're asking him to risk an awful lot in his present day. All right. Lovely stuff. Well, uh, as always, for anyone who doesn't know, by the way, we do these little questions. For all the 400,000 new listeners. Here. Look, okay, let's, let's not... <laughs> We'll see when the new episode of Metrics come out. We'll see the real... And and we'll cut off a slice of humble pie for us both. (laughs) So we do little questions that have something to do with the episode... And then we'll circle back to it at the end of the discussion and uh, and see what happens. So stick around for that. You have to listen to the whole fucking thing. You could almost say, we loop right on round. Yeah, that's a little looper joke for you, for you looper heads out there. So, Ryan Johnson. Two words which strike fear into the depths of Twitter. You know that meme where it's, yeah, I think it's Snoop Dogg saying, that motherfucker don't miss. For the sake of the recording, yeah, I know that meme. Okay, you clearly don't. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so now I have to play it for you. <laughs> this motherfucker don't 
Don't miss. No, he's fucking good. That motherfucker don't miss, man. He's good. Anyway, the point is, that's basically how I feel about Ryan Johnson. I've never seen a bad movie or a bad episode of TV. What are the, what's his most famous works? What's he what's he been doing? <laughs> his most famous work. Okay. Oh, no, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, we both like it, but we don't want to alienate any potential new listeners. It may or may not be my favourite Star Wars movie. Um, <laughs> no, Nathan, it, it certainly is a Star Wars Look, movie, is how we'll play it. All I will say is it, I either love or hate Ryan Johnson, and he either made or destroyed my childhood, depending on whoever is listening. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. I stick to my guns. Fuck you all. I love him. <laughs> no, I don't love him, but I like... He's, Shut up. He's done some TV, some pretty famous TV. He's done some films. Yeah, and, and as you say, this this motherfucker don't miss. He broke bad. He did. He did. Ozzy Mandius. I think, I think he's done what is widely considered the best. Uh, you know Breaking Bad more than me. Yeah, so. he did the second to last episode ever of Breaking Bad. I believe it's, it's either the second to last or the second second to last. And uh, widely considered the best? I think so. Mostly? Yeah. Yeah. He also did the uh, the controversial one of Breaking Bad. Oh, Fly. The fly. Um, yeah. It's a good episode. It's a st- good it. episode. I stick to it as well. I think it's a good episode. <laughs> um, but he's he's not one. He's, he's, he seems he's, to has spark... experience. Yes. Yeah. He has experience with controversy. There are some people who don't... When I say some people, I think I'm mainly thinking about one of your bosses, Nick Mason, who hates Looper, does not like it at all. Yeah, I think I've heard him say that before, which I find strange. I can say that I find it strange as well, because James signs my invoices, not (laughs) not him. Good stuff. Because when I was watching this today, or about half an hour ago, in fact, I was like, you know what? This is a fucking good movie. Yeah. This is... A very fun, very well-made, just all-round great way to spend two hours of your life. Yeah. I heard a lot of stuff going into this, because I've seen this movie... When? A while ago. A good while ago. Show me your ticket stub. No, I don't have it. (laughs) Back back in the times where I stuck my orange Odeon tickets on card to my wall with blue tack and went, my movie stickers collection. (laughs) I'll I'll save all of these forever. I definitely won't bin them all in the same bin bag in about two years' time. And then have an argument with my mum and my dad about the mess the blue tack has made on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember people kind of this is a Marmite movie not not to the extent some of his other works are but people seem to either we can say The Last Jedi it's not fucking Voldemort no no but like as in like <laughs> with also like with The Fly with other stuff like um, fair enough Knives Out is pretty well regarded Knives Out is pretty well liked yeah, yeah. apart you... from the ones who have just made their entire personality to hate everything Ryan Johnson makes yeah but they're not they're not people that enjoy anything are they <laughs> no no they're, they're the true. people that see girl and go girls <laughs> <laughs> yeah M she you you know what to top it off not only is she a woman in the end of the um in the end of Knives Out she's an immigrant as well that they must have had yeah. a field day with that it would have destroyed their entire fucking life so uh, so anyway the, the kind of the 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 reaction I gauged from this was that people either tend to really, really like it or really, really despise it. Um, but I feel like the people that are despising it are mainly just picking holes in the time travel law, which is kind of standard fare for any time travel thing ever. The movie makes a point. I like the fact that at one point, uh, young Joe, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, asks old Joe, Bruce Willis, 
about the time travel shit. He's like, I'm not getting into all that. We'll just we'll be here all fucking day. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Let's just move on. Yeah. This is the situation. Let's deal with it. I like that. We don't need to know the fucking ins and we don't need a scene where someone has a whiteboard and they explain the intricacies of time <laughs> travel and how it works. It it does not matter because even if you have that scene, people are still gonna be there like, well, this doesn't make sense because people are still fucking talking about the end game time travel and how it doesn't make sense yeah. or or how it breaks the universe or who cares who fucking cares not not that i am a scientist in whatever field you'd need to be a scientist in to understand anything to do with time travel astrophysicist time travel no time travel not that i'm a time travel scientist but i feel like there are always logic and plot holes in these things because it doesn't exist first of all you're traveling through time that's your first plot hole yeah firstly you can't do that in real life that's not how that yeah. works um, Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> Ding. I love the people that are like, we're always technically time traveling because time's moving forward. Shut up, you're not funny, you're not cool. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. No one is. That's, you, know you know who that is? That's the person who, like, at the sleepover when you were a kid, was like, oh, I'm so excited for tomorrow. And they'll be like, don't you mean today? Because it was after midnight. You're like, fuck off. If you're one of those people, no one enjoys having a conversation with you. But uh, people don't like any time travel. And I, uh, yeah, like, I do like the fact that they just went. I like to picture. Uh, uh, Ryan Johnson wrote an entire scene where Bruce Willis describes to Joseph Gordon-Levitt how the intricacies of this time travel works. Read through it, went, hmm. yeah, I'm going to get asked this in press junkets for months and for years yeah. from now. If my career blows up, I will be forever answering. Do you know what? Bruce Willis is going to say, fuck it and be done with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And that's, that's, that is an infinitely better choice. It is. It is. Because you don't need to know. Yeah, the, you, the, you, movie... the movie is admitted. Just forget it. Watch the movie. Yeah. The movie does the, the cool stuff. Don't, 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 don't get your glasses out and go, oh, well, actually. So you, you feel like people are either hot or cold on this movie, do you? It seems to be. Like, okay. I don't know. Like, I just. I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't know what I've seen about it. But yeah, I've seen a few people who are kind of lukewarm on it. I like it. I think it's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, again, I wonder why you're listening to this. That is weird. Uh, but also, if you're just here to listen to us chat about it, to sum it up, um, it is at some point, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is strutting around. At some point in the future, I don't know exactly what year. I think they Let's say... say 2047. Okay, so it's 2047. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is strutting around. Uh, he is a, kind of a, a drug addict, seedy criminal, uh, working uh, with this kind of crime syndicate who use black market time travel technology to send people back in time where their bodies can't be traced or ever located because it's very hard to dispose of a body in the future future. Uh, a man with a weird shotgun will shoot them, burn them, and then that's how they get their money. That's their job basically. It's got a, not that this means fuck all, but it's got a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes and an 82% audience score. What do you think those scores would be had it been released after Ryan Johnson made The Last Jedi? A lot lower. <laughs> a lot the audience lower. score definitely would have been a lot lower. <laughs> that would have been, yeah, that would have been quite disastrous. Um, yeah, I think the I think the the actual tomato score would probably have been around similar at least, but the the audience score, yeah, a yeah. lot lower. What, what do you think about the concept? It's a good sci-fi concept, right? It is a good concept. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. Um, it's in the future, but it's not like a crazy future. It's not. It's crazy not like distant. that society if meme where everything yeah. is glass towers and blue skies. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's actually pretty run down, but like there's a few things that are just a little bit more advanced, really. Yeah. 
Um, I, I like all of that stuff and the concept. Yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward, pretty simple. You don't need to be uh, a fucking genius to wrap your head around it. Like some, I won't mention names, but some <laughs> 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 directors like to create with these sci-fi epics, like Chris Nolan. So, <laughs> look, I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't say it. Let me sit in my chair in peace. No, um, <laughs> not on his watch, Nathan. Yeah, no. As I, I like as a concept, as it basically for a movie that deals with a. Com- not a confusing concept, but a concept that is quite eye eye catching and interesting, and yeah. and it's dealing with that concept through the medium of time travel. It's done like it's done brilliantly in a way that the movie goes. We're getting on with it. Here's what it is. This is what happens. What all right? What, where, where are you at with Joseph Gordon Levitt in the movie? In this movie or in a movie? Just this movie, I guess. He's good. I'll, I've got no issues with with uh, JGL himself. He's a he's a good actor. Yeah. He's in. All of Ryan Johnson's movies? Is he in Knives Out? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think he is. <laughs> he's one of the police detectives. He's just Robin in the background behind a tree no, but in he, one of the scenes. He usually, but like in biggest, but in the more recent stuff, he usually has quite smaller roles. I think you're lying. <laughs> I don't think this is true I'm not. at all. <laughs> Okay, Joseph Gordon-Levitt confirmed secret Knives Out cameo. Well, it fucking was a secret if the audience don't even fucking know about it. Um, well, his, his cameo in The Last Jedi was also kind of... Was he a stormtrooper? No, he was... You know when they go to um, Kanto Bight and there's that one guy who's like, Hey, you can't park here! Oh, okay. Him. The actor has now confirmed that he can be heard in Knives Out voicing the role of Detective Hard Rock uh, in a TV programme watched by uh, Marta at the start of the film. God damn it, that is a fucking secret cameo, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking it counts, hell. though. I mean, it counts. it counts. Yeah, fair play, fair yeah. play. So... Accusing me once again, we have proven that you know fuck all, <laughs> i.e. Madam Hooch. No, not, not the Madam Hooch scandal, no. <laughs> so, apologise. Okay, I'm very sorry, I didn't mean yeah. it. It's always, a, it's always a gamble as well, because I feel like even if you were wrong... I didn't see those results. I feel like you have the confidence and charisma to carry out just an elaborate lie. I mean, you're welcome to Google. <laughs> you have access to it. so <laughs> It's true, but I trust you. Do you not think that in some scenes he looks like a porcelain doll in this movie? Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, with his, with his weird eyebrows, his digitally altered eyes, his fake jaw, his fake nose. To be honest, I don't, I don't notice the prosthetics on him that much. The only... The only part of this movie which where it's a little weird is like when it's going through old joe's life um and they have the transition <laughs> between them two it's just like suddenly they put joseph gordon levitt in a very specific outfit with a very specific hairstyle and then they put bruce willis in that same outfit and that same hairstyle but he's just a little bit bolder yeah. <laughs> and it was like oh that's a bit <laughs> I respect the how hard they tried. Uh, yeah. They are unfortunately two men who look absolutely nothing like each other. I don't know. I kind of buy it. I'm not going like this is just this doesn't work at all because it it does work. I feel like they have mannerisms of each other down and stuff, and they're far they're far enough apart in age where you can sort of buy it. I guess. Yeah. Um, I think if you made this movie today, you have Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing both roles. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that Will Smith movie that came out last year where it's like old Will Smith versus young Will Smith? Yeah. No one saw that. No, no one did. I actually wrote an entire essay on that for my editing degree. Um, and Did you I- really? I, not a whole essay on it, but it was a large part of one of my essays um, okay. about the art of digitally de-aging in Hollywood. I did it so that I could basically talk about Rogue One a lot. 
um Ooh. and i yeah i wrote the entire thing and i um i was at one point i went i should probably watch this movie and then i looked at it and went nah i'll wing it to be honest <laughs> i'm good right so you hate this movie and no i don't know <laughs> i like this movie and i also like ryan johnson i've never met him i assume he's a nice guy i like his work so there is a um a nice kind of idea that i actually think could be implemented in real life here oh no okay no 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 <laughs> yeah where's but, this yeah. going murdering children no um I mean, I've just kind of thought myself wrong. Um, basically, the idea is that bodies are too difficult to dispose of in the future because of the nano trackers that, that every kind of person has injected into them, I'd imagine. And I thought, that's a nifty idea for real life. Murders would be a lot harder to commit. And then I realized, <laughs> hang on, we've just had the pandemic where basically everyone in the uh, everyone that without a brain cell went, I'm not having any nanotechnology in me with a bloody government tracking me, when all they were trying to do is give them vaccines <laughs> to save their lives. I kind of thought if the government were honest and went, yeah, no, this is legit a nano tracker. <laughs> like hell on do you know what i mean the moment you said that you think it's a good idea for us to have nano trackers in every person the look of horror that washed <laughs> over my face and i was like what the right fuck? i'm I'm, imp- I'm i'm picturing this in an ideal world where there'd be no negative yeah, let's have the government now i sound like a fucking vaccine conspiracy theorist <laughs> but let's have the government be able to track us at all times absolutely no, nothing can go wrong with that i mean like in the sense of it would only be like an activated signal if if it was like submerged or by a fucking air tag yeah but but the murderer would just turn it off and then drive it somewhere else, wouldn't they? Hide it, swallow it if you have to, but don't fucking. <laughs> if you're getting murdered, everyone, stop to, <laughs> to, to stop to swallow your air tag uh, or, or put it up your bum <laughs> if you've got a spare condom lying. Everyone's around. got like fucking find my iPhone and shit anyway. I think so... right. The difference between an actual tracker injected into someone versus find my iPhone. <laughs> But can you not see the... I don't know why we're having this discussion. But can you not see the sheer number of negatives to that idea? And the one positive that is something that we already kind of have today. (laughs) Right, we have it, but it's a watered-down light version. And I'm saying this would work in an ideal scenario if there were no negative connotations. Okay, but that's a big ask. And I will take So is time travel, Nathan. But I will will take the watered-down light version if it doesn't mean that all those other millions of negative options aren't there. Um, all right, fine, I'll concede my point for the second time in this uh, in this episode. Breaking news, Lawrence believes in a totalitarian police state <laughs> where we can be tracked at all times, I everyone. Don't. <laughs> I don't, and get vaccinated, please. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think of the uh, what you think of the, the the time travel device? Kind of like a big shaky submarine. Just a big shed or whatever it was. <laughs> it was again, it's it's yeah, it's good. We don't need to know about it really. Like I like the way that they just appear. It's almost like a jump cut. There's like a few like quick jump cuts in this movie that which are played quite well. Yeah. Um and it's just like one moment they're not there, now they are. Um I I like that more than the actual weird fucking like you say, a little submarine or whatever it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that stuff? Yeah, I think, like, my favourite thing, and maybe this speaks to why I quite enjoy, like, especially, like, the original trilogy, Star Wars, is you can't conceive it. I hate it when movies try and fucking blow their load all over 
a sci-fi concept. It's got to be shiny and it's got to be silver and reflective and it's got to look... Everything is fucking... Space age. Yeah, and, and everything's yeah. got to be CG. Because in reality, it would... If, if, you know, if we just caught up with the future, it would just look like appliances we have here that just do other things. Yeah. It kind of looks thrown together yeah. as well, really. Which which makes sense given that, like, time travel has been outlawed in the future. It's It's illegal. So it makes sense that they've had to, like... Yeah, they've had to, like, scrap it and uh, just put it together, basically. Yeah, it's probably a bunch of, like, black market parts that they've bought. Yeah. Not, not wanting people to realise that they're buying the parts for this. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. I, um, all right, so, so we kind of... Let's move off the concept of it. The movie, I didn't remember it being so kind of orientated around the theme of taking responsibility for your own actions. Uh, a, a very, very much like a holding a mirror up to yourself, seeing yourself in other people, both literally and and metaphorically. I, I think the best sci-fi movies are always implemented with a part of that humanity. What did you make of all like the that kind of stuff? When it comes to all the humanity stuff, the, the thing I like the most is not necessarily the holding a mirror up and looking at yourself. It's more the idea... Uh, of nature versus nurture and you know the question yeah. of like will is is it fixed that this kid is growing to going to grow up and do some terrible shit is that going to happen regardless mm. or can we change that can we give him a better life can we look after him can we ensure can we help him grow and ensure that that shit doesn't happen it's it's the idea of there's always in time travel movies there's always the fucking joke of you know going back in time and killing Hitler killing Hitler as a baby yeah and this is like kind of dealing with the actual moral ramifications I guess of that yeah and and what it actually entails because if you could go kill Hitler is that the right thing to do or is it the right thing to do to create a, a timeline or a world in which hitler grows up to be someone else this is weird <laughs> no 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 but it but it is the movie is literally an expanded it, it feels like the movie was that question was asked and they went Right, yeah. get rid of the Hitler part quickly yeah, and make it a yeah. thing. I like how your notes reflected the Hitler conundrum. Like, that is a frequently asked question. Would it be morally right? Would you be doing the, the best in humanity's interest? Or is is it a situation where that child is innocent until fucking ghastly acts are committed, whatever? My note was, do you remember that awful TikTok woman that was like, I wish Hitler was my son because I'd have <laughs> raised him right. I do remember that. <laughs> Oh my god, that's bad. That was fucking terrible, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, that's Emily Blunt in this movie. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, I didn't realise it was Emily Blunt until about halfway through. For like the first, um, I don't know, hour or whatever, I was just calling her not Brie Larson in my head. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. And then at one point in closing, I was like, oh, that's fucking Emily Blunt. Oh, okay. I, I, but I think maybe that speaks to... I was pleasantly surprised that it was Emily Blunt because she's also playing a role that I haven't seen much of Emily Blunt do. Yeah, it's it's very rare that Emily Blunt will play a mother living in a farm where she has to use a gun yeah, to defend I know, herself. A shotgun. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's one, quite rare. one fucking move, two, two, I guess. But it's the same, it's a sequel to that one movie. Um, no, I just thought like that even, even her voice was different, like she was putting on, I yeah. think, some degree of an accent. Like it was just, it was nice to see her um, it was a good performance. It was, it was yeah. Good. No, yeah. She yeah. was 
good in the role. Um, yeah, can't follow her, really. Very easy to believe that she's, like, the kind of person that, like, motherhood was almost thrust upon her and she wasn't ready for the responsibility. Yes. That she's doing the best she can. And, and, and also it does provide... She's morally kind of wishy-washy enough of a character for there to be an ethical conundrum of, would this child still turn out the right way? Because she's she seems to be trying to be a great mum, but mm. she's not brilliant. What do, what do you think of the scene where Bruce Willis kills the kid? Don't get me wrong. I like the stoic nature of it. I love the hypocrisy of, like, he's like, you're shit at this. I've moved past this. I met a woman who saved my life. Yeah. Oh, man, she died because in the past I was a prick who never took responsibility for my actions. I'm going to go murder yeah. some children. <laughs> That'll <laughs> yeah. show him. That'll prove to everyone I've changed. No, I like the fact... My only... I think that's actually kind of one of my... The only gripe I had was I don't conceivably think... And I get it's all about circumstances and, you know, experiences happening to certain characters at different points, which the other one didn't experience and blah, blah, blah. Time travel was weird. But I didn't really see these two characters as the same person. Like, the, yeah, they both have an element of, like, hubris and ego to them. Yeah. But I don't know. I felt like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, at least at the start, was way more of a... Mm. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. That's my job. Whereas old Joe was more, fuck the rules. This is what I do. Kind of, I don't know. Uh, I'd say that's probably a good reason for that. Probably 30 years difference in them. Yeah. Um, A very anime haircut along the way. A very anime haircut along the way. I think old Joe, he seemed to be quite jaded. Before he met his wife, anyway, he seemed to be quite jaded with how his life turned out and everything. And... You know, he spent a lot of time saving up his silver and everything like that, but that seemed to run out pretty quickly yeah. and stuff. So he, like, turned to crime and everything, and he became, like, a mob boss or whatever. And he was... just almost exclusively Bruce Willis doing drive-bys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to see that movie. I want to see anime haircut Bruce Willis. I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm good with this one. <laughs> I li- I like that we didn't see much of the future stuff. I like I like the it was a really interesting how we saw like the moment he he comes back and then it's it's all from Joseph Gordon-Levitt's point of view, mm-hmm. but then we see it all again with Bruce Willis's point of view. Yeah. Um and how like it played out in his timeline with with him being killed and all that sort of stuff. That that was all interesting stuff. Going back to the kids, I I did find it interesting the scene where he kills the kid. It's it's a brutal scene first of all, but what what I liked about it and, and this is where I do see similarities between them. Yeah. Is the moment afterwards where he's he's horrified with himself, not mainly just because he killed the kid, but because he killed the kid and it didn't fucking matter. Because yeah, the he, kid he didn't... then realizes it wasn't him, so yeah. he just killed the kid for no fucking reason, really. Um, and then the the realization, like, because he's not disappearing or fading away or whatever, he thinks is going to happen in his head. Um, and he's got. A, do this again he's got to somehow find the strength to go and kill another fucking kid yeah it's just i don't know that was a good moment i thought that was a yeah good no bit it, of struggle from him yeah it definitely it kind of showed like a nice internal conflict because and it was and it was needed at that moment because you're getting to the point where you start to see old joe as ruthless villain but it's good to yeah. see there is still albeit humanity. slim a slither of humanity there um yeah and and clearly what he learned from 
his wife who he lost to kind of open up that side of him again but it was it was interesting to watch him just revert like kind of revert back into the old joe in a sense of like a job's a job on on i go yeah no i i, I kind of yeah i see the similarity there and that that is quite an interesting part of it what do you think of abe in this uh who's that the guy from the future yeah he's the guy the guy from the future that was sent to yeah. facilitate everything yeah um interesting character yeah I, I don't know why but i quite liked him he was he wasn't stereotypical like it, it wasn't a hey kid i put the gun in your hand i send you back in time kind of mob yeah. boss he was he was he felt otherworldly i always appreciate it when a character or like when an actor knows that their character is not from that time or is a fish out of water and they put an yeah. extra bit of effort in to really make them seem just that just that little bit extra out of place which which i really liked in this and um i've seen a lot of theories as to who he might be or basically I, I, one thing i've learned about online uh the online discussion of this movie is that according to a theory everyone is a, is a joe or joe <laughs> joe is an everyone or this the kid is joe or i've heard, i've seen the kid is joe theories and everything like that the ki- what's the kid's what's not the theory joe. the kid's not joe what's the theory with abe being joe i don't know i just Okay. I, I, it, it, one, it was one of them I scrolled past it and went that seems stupid <laughs> Emily Blunt is Joe Joe's wife is Joe yeah. everyone is Joe um, yeah no I liked Ape um, weird character obviously uh, antagonistic character I guess um, but but yeah, there was something that was just likable mm. about him for some reason um, I, I would be interested to know because if he's from the future, that would imply there's a there's another version of him yeah. around somewhere. So I'd be interested to know, like, what's the story there? Have they just, like, stayed as far away from him as possible? Because you can't necessarily let him know, because then that might influence stuff. And Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. They probably thought about. They probably just set up shop in the furthest state away from him. Yeah, yeah, probably. And went, there's like... no chance we'll run into each other. <laughs> but uh, that being said, though, they can, like, your future self can kind of track your past self because of, like, mm. the way the memories work, really. Um, because, like they said, like, when something happens, it becomes a memory for you. Yeah. Like, instantly, they can remember it. Um, which was how, you know, Bruce Willis was able to track, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I guess, like, he could know, oh, he's getting a bit close, let's go to KFC or something. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit, boys, he's right around the corner. (laughs) I, I like the implication that there's, um, like, imagine if, if, if the old guy, the, the old version of him you know, sent himself back in time and then used his bank card or something and the bank was like, hey, whoa, 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 hold up, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's the thing. Uh, what, that was interesting. With um, fucking Paul Dano's character when he was... Because um, he, he didn't kill his loop or whatever. And then they got his loop and they started torturing him mm. and just how, like, pieces of his body, the older version, were just, like disappearing yeah. as he was like driving and stuff and scars were appearing on his body and all that that was really interesting That's i a, really liked the way they did that yeah and a brilliant concept and also like it's like imagine in the character's perspective your choice is to get somewhere yeah and and just point blank be shot in the head accept it you live the shitty life you 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 made some bad choices now you gotta die um yeah. or just slowly fade away yeah. no pain or anything i don't know what i choose because in one end 
you know, I, I guess a, you know, a gunshot to the head isn't exactly painful, but you don't know what you're walking into. Um, yeah, you don't know it's true. a gunshot to the head. But the other version is just like watching your limbs disappear or like fade yeah. away. It's fucking terrifying. Because even then, what are you gonna do? Because you know your limbs are fading away. You can't run. You can't walk. So you're just gonna be like a, a, a helpless. You, you know. Yeah. You're completely yeah, incapacitated at that point. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So and it's fucked. Yeah, like, but as again, really interesting way to use your time travel concept. You know, it's yeah, it's a great yeah. concept, and the fact that it was built on in that way just shows a great deal of thought and care went into the scripts uh, making of the movie. I did like the fake out with that as well when um, Bruce Willis sees it on his arm because on Paul Dano's arm they put B at fifteen whatever the mm. address was, and then Bruce Willis he sees on his arm B at um, but then he just said Beatrix because of the, oh, the yeah. name of the, the waitress in the diner. And then he was like, you know, there's a girl here called Jen. You could have done that and that would have been less painful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a yeah. good joke. <laughs> it was, it was. Yeah, it was like, why would you choose that? Like, yeah. Um, no, that's right. Yeah, and, and clever. But very good stuff. There's, there's a moment in this that I quite I, I find quite funny, which is where um, uh, the, what do you call it? The, the kid, Sid, I think his name is Sid. Sid with a C. Sid with a C. Kid, yeah. Kid. Um, so kid, kid, the kid, kid, the kid, the kid in this kid, uh, is... Professor X or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Dark Phoenix, anyway, is coming down the stairs, um, yeah. and he says to, and he's obviously seeing some distressing situations, and his mum is being held, but the gun gets pointed at him. He has a, he has a, a bit of a moment um, where then his powers start working. Now, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, being the dad, instinctively goes to run and catch him so he doesn't the dad? no but like the dad figure of this kid like the protector kind of thing he goes yes. he runs to go and save this kid from just cracking his head open on the stairs yeah and there was a really funny moment in this i don't know if it's supposed to be where emily blunt just dump tackles joseph gordon levitt out of the house obviously to yeah. save him but what i find funny is because it's so slowed down for the like, dramatic intent you just see this look on joseph gordon levitt's like what are you doing i'm i'm, help- I'm trying to help here what's going <laughs> fuck off your, yeah. your son's gonna crack his head open i did think the telekinesis in this is a kind of pointless thing it's mostly to set up this the shit with the kid really and like obviously in the future yeah. he's 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 gotten into power and he's able to control everything because he's somehow more in touch with his telekinesis than everyone else everyone else can just make shit flow like five centimeters above their hand yeah but he can do for whatever reason some quite serious damage and everything yeah and um, I, I like the trope i always have liked the trope of a child can't control their power i mean it's used in in logan to a degree like what happens if the most powerful man who has the ability to control you with his mind has a a degenerative brain disease like it's and it's kind of the same but flipped here in terms of like he's just a child he doesn't fucking understand um and know what he's doing yeah he seems to know what he's doing that as well yeah for for someone that doesn't know what he's doing he seems to deploy it at very useful scenarios um (laughs) but but again but then the movie does write that into the way of he would be emotionally distressed if a stranger pointed a gun at your head everything i think is watertight and i don't expect the movie to to tie up every single thing with a a reason because that's not the movie it's trying to be clearly I did just think that as concepts go in this film, all brilliantly done, apart from, I don't know, I think there's something, there's surely something cleaner than telekinesis being a random element of the future. It is, it is quite random. Yeah. yeah. It is. 
Like, <laughs> I I've seen this movie before. I first watched this movie in the run up to the Last Jedi. I think just because I wanted to, I didn't know much about Ryan Johnson at that point, so I just wanted to get a taste and see what I was in for. Really, so I watched this, yeah. liked it, and everything. Um, didn't really think about it again until just now. Yeah. Um. So and then completely forgot about the telekinesis shit. So then when I saw like, oh yeah, we're all telekinetic as well. I was like, well, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. weird. It is weird. But, and it's yeah. and I, I do I do think it's a, it's a bit of an L I think like it it's the it's the part of the movie that doesn't gel for me. Can we just not? <laughs> what? Uh, this is difficult to explain. Am I too down with the kids? Is that it? no? No, it's not kind. No, it's kind of, but no. <laughs> One of my I'm not saying this is what you did. I don't know something that really annoys me because I see it all the time on TikTok is when people just boil down a movie or 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 something into like just one single phrase and and i see people say uh no it's mid i fucking hate the word mid (laughs) i cannot stand it all because what does that even mean i know what it means but like you're just you're not saying anything constructive whatsoever it's just someone saying l movie i'm like (laughs) in my defense i backed it up by (laughs) Pre-stating you did. All my to criticism. be fair, you did. It just, it just <laughs> imagine, touched a nerve. I think. <laughs> imagine, I, I would see your point a lot more. Imagine if they went, "Hello, guys, welcome back to another Happy Pod, the show where we talk about blah blah blah." Uh, this was an L. Anyway, next yeah. week we're going to be doing this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, because I do, I see it on TikTok, like in the comments, and you'll you'll see a, a video about I don't know any movie or. Obi-Wan Kenobi the TV show and then someone will just comment it's mid and like oh, but why what does that mean what's the issues I, with it why is it not working for you let's have a maybe this is pretentious and wanky of me but let's have a conversation let's it's see not, it's not wanky I think people I think the people that sum it up by being like I don't know kind of mid right there's, yeah. there's an element of comedy there but if you if 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 you're asked why it's mid and you can't say a legitimate criticism you're an idiot yeah. if you can you're clearly just trying to be funny um, yeah, but I, I I hate I both hate and love to be the person to break it to you that our our TikTok was referred to as an L. <laughs> was it? Yeah, uh, someone oh, no. someone commented L on our TikTok about Mamma oh, Mia. No. Admittedly, it was a TikTok breaking down the validity of Mamma Mia. <laughs> Here we go again's timeline, like like we criticised in this exact episode <laughs> about people breaking down time. How time hilarious is it that the next batch of TikToks to follow up will be along the lines of Why do you guys care? so much shut up <laughs> like i said we're casting a wide net we're getting the, all the yeah. audience we can if you love the well, timeline come in if you hate it also come in we've got some content we will, we will sell out at a moment's notice raid shadow legends let's go <laughs> you've already done like four ads of those anyway not under um, my name so it's fine <laughs> um yeah one last thing that I want to... Is this the last thing I want to ask? Maybe add something else, which I can't remember now. You chose this movie. As in, you chose that we would discuss and and look at this movie. Why this? So it was in... Ryan Johnson was in my mind because there was a lot of stuff kind of coming out at the time I decided, Looper, uh, for um, Knives Out 2, Electric Boogaloo, Glass Onion, a Benoit Blanc, Knives Out, Mystery Who Done It by Ryan Johnson. Can we retire the Electric Boogaloo joke? No. It's... I don't care that it's, it's not, not funny. Fun. I don't care that it's, it's not funny. It is... It's going to be there. Okay. But yeah, that was... So Ryan Johnson was on my mind. And then I thought... 
that's a movie I can't remember too much of. Um, yeah. So I was like, let's put on Looper. I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The last time we discussed him, 500 Days of Summer, he makes bangers, it must be said. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an actor that picks his projects well, paired with an actor who famously will do anything for a quid. Um, so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, anything. <laughs> so I wanted to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very true. So approximately one more child would be alive. A lot more people would be alive. The world would be probably a smoother run place if mm. anyone in this crime syndicate had the brain cells to just set their time travel landing point as the furnace the body <laughs> is dumped into. Yeah, that'd be good. Or just the ocean. Just right in the middle of the Atlantic. Um, There's so many What bodies are you going to do? <laughs> just the big pile. God, it's the, but what are you going to do? Make it real really? life. Tie it in. It's the Bermuda Triangle. That's where you drop them. You throw them there. They're done. They're done. That's, that's them wrapped up. A volcano. Yes. Yeah. You can dress them up is... beforehand. You can literally you can put a bunch of rocks in their pocket. You can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. You can drop them above a simple meat grinder. <laughs> Let it just drop them, spawn them slightly, like maybe 10 metres above, and then boom, job done. But yeah, you don't... It, realistically, in this world, you don't need a trigger man on the other end. You don't. You don't, no. But again, one of those criticisms I hate, but that's the yeah. movie. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's just a cinema sense thing. It really. is. Good stuff all around. Like the movie, like the director. Looking forward to... Glass Onion, mm. uh, Benoit Blanc, a Benoit Blanc sequel. Um, what a great idea! What a great concept! Let a man f- most famous for playing a British institution dress up like Colonel Sanders <laughs> and run around going, "I do declare this mystery." Uh, yeah, great stuff. Yeah, so that's that. Now it's time to revisit your silly little question. I'll repeat the question for those that either weren't here. Uh, firstly, why are you listening to the podcast at the end? That's weird. <laughs> That's uh, weird. But to refresh you, Nathan, for those just tuning in, <laughs> like it's podcast. live TV and they're waiting for the next show. Yeah. On after this, it's like I don't know. The next one is going to tick over. Um, you are fifty-eight year old Nathan. You have been sent back in time thirty years, a moment that has not been prepared for. To have your loop closed, as the movie phrases it, but in layman's terms, to be killed by your twenty-eight-year-old younger self. You have ten seconds to convince him to spare your life. What are you going to do or say? I am a looper. Y- your younger self is. So, I know that I have thirty years. No, and. T- what do you mean? The, the moment has not been prepared. I should have explained this maybe better. The moment hasn't been prepared for in the sense that this is the first timeline version of the paradox. Where oh, you didn't say this. I said the moment hasn't say... been prepared for. You don't know you're dying. Well, that wasn't clear enough. Give me your answer if you knew. Give me your answer, then wing it if you didn't know. Okay, if I knew, um, as I was going to say, I have 30 years to prepare for my eventual demise, okay? I know what current state my physical fitness level is at when I'm 28, okay? So he's going to hit the gym so and I'm just going <laughs> to so go to the gym, spend 30 years getting fucking jacked. <laughs> then when the moment comes, I'll just simply beat him up. <laughs> And then run away. <laughs> what have you? What have you spawned ten meters away? And he just shoots you. I'll run at him. I know what I'm like. <laughs> I'm wily, mate. I'll take him. Yeah, exactly. 
I spent thirty years getting jacked. What's he gonna do? You can shoot through muscles, Nathan. You're not you're not Lou Ferrigno no. Hulk. You're just... I'm I'm invincible. <laughs> okay. Okay. And what? So you, I was really hoping that the the question <laughs> of like what are you doing or saying would just end in because bear in mind you're completely unprepared in the version of the question that I wish I should have asked you. Yeah. Um. And I like the idea of what are you doing? I guess I'm just dying then. <laughs> I mean, that's a possibility. <laughs> it's just like, that is, I don't know, I could say like, I don't know what I could say really. Imagine I don't think you spend your millionaire say. life, your millionaire life, 30 years training your ass off to fight your younger <laughs> self. You spawn and just get shot in the face. <laughs> what a waste of What a of waste thing. of a life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, and you'd oh be well. a gym That's boy. You'd be a fucking. Yeah. You'd be well annoying. You'd deserve it at that point. I, w- I would deserve it. Too, <laughs> I'd be taking selfies in the gym like all day, every day, baby. <laughs> Tra- training for who knows who. <laughs> all about the games. <laughs> about the game. Also, if you take out your younger self, you're still gonna die. <laughs> I know. No, but that's I wouldn't kill him. You're gonna have I'd to knock him, him out and just keep him. Somewhere. Yeah. No, I just beat him up and then run away. <laughs> Imagine if you hit him too hard, he dies, and then you just die as well. There's so many instances where you'd waste 30 years of your life in the gym and still die. That's that's time travel, baby. You gotta you gotta take the good with the bad. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, that was fun. Um, thank you all for listening, Nathan. Next week we've got a big one. We've got a busy week ahead of us. Oh, is it the fucking Hobbit? I'll let the clip confirm it for you, Nathan. Next week we're going to be doing this. Mister Robo, where are you off to? Stop! I'm already late. Late for what? I'm going on an adventure. Was it the Hobbit, Nathan? Was it everything you dreamed of? <laughs> I think it is. It is. is it? it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Um. Oh fuck! I've got three movies to watch. Okay. Are these all three hours long? Like the Lord of the Rings? They're all very long. For yeah. the love of God. Yeah. And they've got yeah. Martin Freeman in. What are you doing to me? What's wrong with Martin Freeman? I was just going to say, he, oh, no, I'll save it for next week then. I'll tell you what my yeah. grievances. Um, so that's going to be fun. We're going to be doing that. Um, as Nathan mentioned, we do have a TikTok. It is popping off. At another happy pod. Let's get a live update. If we are close to hitting 500k, I want you to take in for a moment that that is half a million people have watched us break down Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. I mean, we're close enough. We're 458.9. That's pretty much half a million. That's like half. Which, yeah. that's fucking insane. Yeah. Why have, four, why have half a million people heard me talk about Mamma Mia? <laughs> Don't know, but they have. And it is predominantly <laughs> you as well. It is. You You say, yeah. In, <laughs> in, the, ex- in the extended TikTok that I made before realising they had to be cut down for, to 60 seconds in YouTube... Yeah, uh, I, I had I had a, I had one more line, but I my, my content was sacrificed for the good of it. Um, We've also gained about three hundred followers today on TikTok as well, which hey is come over listen to this. Wild. This is the real content. All right, so yes, yeah, so at another happy pod TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, just search another happy pod on YouTube, and you'll find us there as well. Please like, subscribe, follow wherever all all of it. Just follow. All of us and like all of them as well. Just follow, follow us. Engage with our content, or we'll send yes. you back in time and we'll shoot you with a weird gun. Everyone, go check out that Mamma Mia video. Get us to five hundred thousand views and comment 
ha ha ha, I love Looper. So we know that the content is fresh <laughs> popping and we're, we're diversifying <laughs> our audience. Um, yes, and then getting some more views on our other TikToks. Oh, I should say, we are aiming... I don't know if we'll stick to this, but it seems like we are sticking to it for the moment. We're aiming to post daily on our yeah. TikTok shorts, reels, whatever the fuck. It'll, so, it'll dry up at some point when I lose momentum. Which will almost certainly happen, but um, don't tell your mum all about this hot, fresh content. I'm sure she'll love it. Especially the Mamma Mia stuff. She'll definitely love that. She will. Sit down with your mum, pop a glass of Shiraz, have a listen to the Mamma Mia episodes. There's two of them. Two nights of fun. Two nights what of fun. What more could you want? <laughs> she'll, more? she'll be sliding off her seat in excitement. She loves it. <laughs> she will. She'll she'll be massively agreeing with all our thoughts. Yeah, especially Nathan's. About Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. If your mum's listening to this right now, just play her this segment. Oh, Pierce Brosnan's a bit of me, isn't he, Nathan? <laughs> that'll go. That, that'll get her involved. Great. There's, there's, uh, that's the MILF target audience secured. There we go. <laughs> now let's go through all the rest of the target audiences before <laughs> we wrap up. Let's go through all the demographics and get this solved. Next cool. up, right wing Brexiteers. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll get I'll get film Twitter. Hang on one sec. Poor oh, Pierce Brosnan's a bit mid. <laughs> Hell, I've done it. I've done it. Great, great. I've made a callback joke, as the kids say. That was, um, that was very good stuff. Thanks. Anything else to say, Lawrence? Yes. How are you? <laughs> Fuck off. The episode's <laughs> over. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.